You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Real Housewives of Miami After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Real Housewives of Miami After Show. Drink all day, play all night. Let's get it popping. I'm in Miami, bitch. Everybody on Smash. We are not in Miami, but we are in Los Angeles. Bing is for doing, and tonight we're here doing another after show for Real Housewives of Miami. This is season three, episode six, a plethora of lies. Uh, I'm your host, Michelle Renee, joined with the lovely Miss Brooke Chavez. Yes, I'm happy to be back. I wasn't here last week. Uh, I was in New York, but I'm back now, so um, I'm ready to recap the show. Hash it yeah. out. We're glad you're back. Yeah, thanks. So, um, overall thoughts on this episode? We're we've kind of been like rating the episodes, I guess, as they start off and saying like this is a good episode or a bad episode. Or for me, this episode was just awkward. Like there were so many oh, awkward situations. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of awkward situations. A lot of Linny and Lisa. Um, so I guess we can just jump right into things. Um, I, I read some comments online, uh, and some people were saying that, you know, they just don't need a recap of the um, episode. But rest assured that we're not just recapping for you guys. We do go through the episode kind of chronologically just so we don't miss anything. But we're also recapping, but also obviously offering our opinions and, you know. So putting our two yeah. So hopefully you guys don't mind the way we're going to structure the show tonight. Anyway, so uh, the episode starts off. It's Lisa and Marina, mm-hmm. uh, and that of course is her mother-in-law. That's Lenny's mom. So she's a Russian mom. I don't really know much about Russian mothers, but um, she seems like she's very much annoyed with Lisa as her daughter-in-law. I agree. Yeah. So I was just because, OK, I was surprised by the way in which Lisa treated her. Obviously, we don't know the full backstory mm-hmm. on how um, Marina's treated Lisa. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wow, Lisa's really rude to her mother-in-law. Like, I would never be that way to, you know, my future mother-in-law or soon to be ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, um, you you were commenting during the episode like, wow, Lisa is being so rude to her. Um, and I thought their relationship was interesting because you could definitely tell there was some tension, but it seemed kind of jovial. So I didn't know if it was, you know, an issue that was that serious, maybe, as to right, why right. they aren't best of friends, or if it was just something where, like, they're not the best of friends, but they'll get over it eventually. And I guess throughout the episode, we never really found that out. I mean, the argument a little bit later in the episode clearly indicates that there's a lot more that's been going on behind closed doors that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. But... I thought their relationship was a little playful and kind of funny. Right. Okay. So, yeah, there was that element to it where, um, you know, when 
when you're with a really, like your mom, for example, mm-hmm. and you can like crack on your mom and like kind of uh, hit her, nudge, hit her below the belt every once in a while, but it's all good because you're close like that. Later on, you could see that between the two of them because, but at first I was like, she said she hardly ever sees her. She's like, well, you know, I only come visit every once in a while. And I would just think that she'd put more effort in, into being a better daughter-in-law. Like, as we find out later, you know, obviously she's a difficult woman. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. They're just up and down. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree that with a mother-in-law or even, I mean, I I've, don't have a mother-in-law. I've never had one. But even with guys that I date, like, I treat their mothers with so much respect. Right. You know, I will go out of my way to kind of suck up to them and, like, <laughs> exactly. you know, kiss their butt, <laughs> to right, be right. honest. Um, and I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, even if you don't like your mother-in-law, Lisa, just kind of grin and bear it and deal with it. But then it occurred to me that, obviously, if she's in this marriage, you know, how Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How long can you really do that? And especially we found out later that this lady is so hard to get along with. Not only is she rude to Lisa, but she's also rude to the hired help. Maid, and the driver. Yeah, and it's just like, really, how long can you put up with something like that? So yeah, maybe you- Lisa was nicer in the beginning, but she's finally reached a breaking point and just said, you know enough with this. I'm not going to just force myself to be nice to her just because right. she's my mother-in-law. I'm sure she was nice at the beginning mm-hmm. because she just that's the type of person that she seems like. But um, like like I said, we don't know how, how long this has gone on and how horrible she's been. And so she's probably just um, finally putting her foot down. But, you know, even when that, there's that type of situation where you're dealing with a rude like ugly person, you know, kill them with kindness. It just pisses them off more. Exactly. Right? <laughs> So, so um, and they're from Virginia. So shout out to Lenny's parents. I'm from Virginia. So Hi. I was like, yay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So moving on with the episode. Um, the next scene is with Adriana and her son, Alex. Um, and they're discussing her upcoming marriage to Frederick. Um, she's kind of blaming her son for being the reason why things stopped last time. Mm -hmm. And so she's just checking with him to make sure he's still good with it. And her son is just like, I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Uh, So I don't know if that's just the teen angst and the, you know, Mm -hmm. nonchalant attitudes that a lot of teens have, or if he's really not caring at all what happens with his mom, whether he's married or not married or what. Right, right. I actually wonder if Adriana's really truly using him as a scapegoat and that he knew about it beforehand. Because just his um, mannerisms when she's talking about it, he's like, with his like nonchalant way of reacting to her, I'm wondering if he might have known already. I don't know. Beforehand. Well, well the thing the is... Whole, she, the whole point was that she didn't tell anyone because she didn't want to tell him Mm -hmm. that was the main thing but and I mean if she's saying that she was trying to shelter him from the marriage and have him get used to Frederick they've been living in the same house now for I don't know four years several years yeah Um, 
so at this point, he would have gotten used to anything that she was afraid that he wouldn't have gotten used to. Mm-hmm. So for her to even question, are you ready for me and Frederick to be married? I mean, in his eyes, they probably are already married. Mm-hmm. This man is living in his house every day. You know, he wakes up to this guy. He probably, you know, respects him, sees him at least a little bit as a father figure. Right. So I think for her to even have this conversation with Alex is just a waste of time. You I know? agree. After all of this drama that we've had this season revolving around the, around the wedding, what if he says he doesn't want you to get married? You're still getting married at this point. So right. it doesn't matter. Right. And the boys have been, he even said, how how are you and RJ handling it? And he's like, you know, we don't really even talk about it. Our friendship is our friendship. And they are really are showing a real sign of maturity versus, mm-hmm. versus the their mother. Yeah. yeah so don't. during that scene, it, it, the topic changes from marriage um, to RJ's French Alex's friendship with RJ and RJ is of course Leah Black's son. Mm-hmm. Um so these kids have been friends for years and now that their mothers are fighting there's it's causing some tension between their friendship. They still they're kids. They don't care about what's going on, but it seems the moms in my opinion, I felt like the mothers were kind of using them as pawns in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't need to call my son without yeah, exactly. you know getting my permission first and if she doesn't call and apologize and speak to me directly, you're not going to go to the party. And it's kind of like the way sometimes parents who are going through a divorce use their kids. You exactly. Know, like, well, your dad needs to call me and let me know. We should be communicating, you know. And then the kids start to feel like it's their fault or they had something to do with this whole altercation that's going on between the two adults. But you don't you just don't want to get them involved, period. Like these boys, are, I don't quite know their ages because RJ presents as very young, while Alex looks is, seems very mature. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I I'm not sure. But regardless, they don't need to be in the middle of it. She shouldn't. I personally think she shouldn't even be having a conversation about it. Uh, something as adult mature like as uh, having a conversation about these types of problems with him because mm-hmm. it just puts more like you said pressure on the boys to feel like you know. I don't know. They have to treat potentially treat each other differently. With the situation with. Um, Adriana, well, excuse me, with Lisa, Leah, okay, Leah texting Alex about the party. Do you think that was out of did that line? Actually, did or? that truly go down for sure? Do you uh, know? Well, that's what she said that um, that Leah texted. Alex. Yeah, that yeah. Leah texted so Alex and was telling on. her about telling him about the party, asking if he was going to come, and she was kind of like, no, not yeah, cool. There's no need for an adult to text. Uh, I'm thinking they're probably like 12, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not quite teenagers yet. Um, I would just talk to the adult instead of texting my son's yeah. you know, friend. But I mean, if they had had that relationship before the fight, which I'm assuming they did, I mean, I totally see Leah, like, picking up the phone to text Alex or, you know, hey, RJ's wants you to come over or something. You know, I just see well, why would that maybe RJ having just been the relationship. Alex and be like, hey, my birthday's coming up. Are you going to? Yeah, true. That's a very good point. Um, I mean, I guess the situation is a little bit convoluted considering that they were such good friends in the past like what we find is weird now i wouldn't be surprised if they had done things like texting each other's sons and things like right, that right. in That's the past true. just because they were such good family friends mm-hmm. and which you is know, really at one point now. did um did leah actually take alex and adriana in do you know that i feel like she mentioned that like i gave I you a like home at some did. point because they were like living in the studio mm-hmm. i don't know I think I feel like they maybe lived with them for a if, bit of time. If any of our viewers remember, let us know. Comment on that. <laughs> it's an, it's an important part of the equation, though. If she did, yeah, 
especially if she was married at the time. I doubt that would have been the case at that point, but who knows? And I don't put anything beside um, past Adriana with all of the lies that have been told. Anywho. <laughs> so um, we then move on to the Hochstein. Am I saying their last name correctly? Hochstein. Hochstein. Okay, I need a little bit more. In other words, Hochstein House. Um, and this is, of course, when, you know, the scene opens there. It's the mother, Marina. It's Lisa and Lenny. They're all sitting on the couch. And the doorbell rings. And in walks Frederick. And then a little bit later, we see Roman come. Uh, here, I noticed there was another kind of point of, I don't know, tension when Marina got up to go get the door. And to to me, that was a little bit weird because I'm oh, yeah. thinking like if it's Lisa's house, like your mother-in-law is here visiting, you need to right, get up and guest. go get the door. Yeah. But then I think to myself, is it just that Marina is so like domineering and so take charge that she's kind of like, no, sit down, I'll get the door. You know, like I want to greet these people first and I want to, you know, be hospitable so I don't know. You know how you sometimes say, like, oh, I blacked out on that part? I have a memory lapse on that because <laughs> I felt like something weird happened. I remember <laughs> the doorbell ringing. I don't know if I was writing notes. And then all of a sudden they were both looking at Marina and she was like, oh, okay, I'll get the door. Did they say something to her? Did I miss that? No, they no. didn't. They just like, whatever, it's your turn? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then the when I noticed that she... What I noticed, what I just said, was when she got the door the second time. Because I did kind of see that moment, too. They kind of, like, looked at each other and kind of like, okay, well, like, Marina, get, you know, go get the door. But then the, then second, the second time, time when Roman showed up, she got the door again, too. Right, right, right. So I'm just like, okay, I guess that's her trying duty. Trying to be Mama yeah, Bear. That's, and- I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's her trying to be Mama Bear or if it's Lisa being, being lazy. lazy. <laughs> exactly. I think I that know. it's probably her being Mama Bear. I feel like their dynamic does not put Lisa in the best light. She's not her best self when Marina is around for some reason. She just seems guarded and um, a little insecure and I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it when Marina's there. Yeah. I think Marina wants to control the situation as much as possible. So her opening the door is her controlling the space she's in. It's her... Like exuding control over her son's house. It's which maybe is in a way her showing control over her son, which she has no control over him anymore because he's obviously married. Yeah, and I know there has to be a lot of backstory because Lisa and Lenny themselves are such like nice, open-minded, wonderful people, Mm -hmm. it seems. And you would think it'd take a lot to have like even Lenny talk the way that he talked to his mom later on, which we'll get to, which is interesting. Yes, which was a great moment in that episode. Yeah, yeah, So for Lenny to even go there and be like, you need to like back up Mm -hmm. (laughs) with his mom, I was like, okay, this woman's done some damage already. And we just have no idea. I wish we had seen some of all that. But anyway. Yeah, maybe we need love to the dig, drama. dig for some dirt to see if there's anything. I don't know. And it's maybe just that going back to the beginning of the episode, um, Marina was mentioning in the little deli shop that they were in that there was another woman he dated that was Ukrainian. and it was a Lisa, playmate. Yeah. And Lisa's like, well, I'm Canadian, so I hope she's going to have to deal with it. And maybe that's just an issue of her wanting her son to marry someone from their culture, mm-hmm. country, or whatever. So maybe that has a lot to do with it, that she feels yeah. she's an outsider and can't really give her little baby boy what he deserves. He can't, she can't make, I mean, I guess she could learn to prepare Russian food, but she doesn't. Like, she didn't have 
fresh flowers all over the house at first. And that Mm -hmm. was something she felt her son needed. So maybe it's not really anything to do with Lisa's personality. Maybe it's just she doesn't feel she has Adequate. the quality. Yeah, right, she right, right. doesn't like she's enough for what, yeah, for what Marina was expecting for yeah. Lenny. So, but apparently he feels that way because he really takes up for her. He later, does. Which I is love cool. that. Um, so the the husbands meet. The focal point, I guess, of this scene is that Frederick and Roman who actually aren't the husbands, excuse me, they're the fiancés, but mm-hmm. they come together. Well, technically one husband. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me every time. So they come together um, with Lenny's help. He is the peer mediator here. And, you know, they talk things out very quickly, very efficiently. And this was so anticlimactic. Jeez. Yeah. It's one and done. Which I I'm, I appreciated that just because it's like, it's really... You know, either you forgive the person and you move on or you don't forgive them and you're not friends. And they chose to move forward. And I think Lisa even mentioned in her confessional, the ladies need to take a page from these yeah. guys book. Yeah. No, it was definitely it was anticlimactic because I thought I mean, the last time they were really going at each mm-hmm. other and talking a lot of crap to one another. But sometimes it's just a breath of fresh air too, to not like rehash. Yeah. And they've gone over this so many times already. And they had probably been drinking at the club, at the club that club night. Right, right, you know, right. that makes things a little volatile. But that, that would not have happened if it were the girls. Not I mean, at all. I don't know if that would ever happen. Which, I mean, I guess way. there wouldn't be a series if the women handled things as well as the men because then, of course, what drama would we watch? Right. Uh, I think it's interesting just that in the Housewives series in general with all the different cities... The men are being incorporated so much more, and mm-hmm. it's not really even... I mean, it is still Real Housewives, of course, but kind of now it's like Real Housewives and like Real Husbands mm-hmm. of these different cities. You know, a lot of times we see them in their own confessionals. We see them having like scenes alone, right. like filming alone. And- uh, so I think that's an interesting thing uh, that these producers of these shows have started to do to bring the husbands in more because... Maybe viewers are tired of just seeing the same catty women like fight, you know, without with this never ending drama. Well, and some of the storylines, I mean, they're integral parts Mm -hmm. of of their story. I mean, it's their they are their husbands. And a lot of the drama centers around some of the husbands. Yeah. Like in Jersey or, you know, OC or whatnot. I mean, they bring a lot of the drama and baggage or whatever for these women that has to be talked about. Yeah. We have to get their opinions. So I definitely like that the house husbands are included more. And, you you know, you develop relationships with them and you're like, oh, I like this person's husband, but I don't really like this person. For instance, I really like Frederick, especially this episode. Like now, I just love him. He's such a gentleman. Yeah. You know, he apologized to Roman. He admitted that he was wrong. And that's a big thing for someone mm-hmm. to admit they're wrong. That takes like a big person. He not only admitted he's wrong, he then goes apologizes to Joanna. To, to Joanna. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just handled himself, I think, with a lot of class and I don't know. But with that being said, I still don't like Adriana, but I do really like her husband. So, I mean, I think it's interesting. That's maybe because the opposites attract. She's not that type of person. She's not. She's not the type of person to like admit her fault. And she like wants to place blame often. So, you know, they work together because he's the one who apologizes and she's the one who just keeps throwing it at him. Yeah. I'm sure that's how their marriage is. Yeah. We see it all the time. Um, Um, So moving on, we... Alexia with Frankie's therapy. Uh, do I really have anything to say? I know you're going to say. Alexia I wasn't going to say anything. Mean. I was. You not know what though? Because the minute 
that that we saw Frankie and when I was like, oh, here we go again. But then we really, for me, I feel like I got more of an inside look on what's going on with Frankie and his rehabilitation and everything that he's going through and how, I mean, I don't know. Now I feel even more like compassion and empathy for the situation because um, he like lost a lot. I mean, he's having to relearn how to do everything, including like get his personality back mm-hmm. since he had a lot of damage to the frontal lobe, which we know affects um, you know, your personality, the way you think and the way you talk and all of those things. And I don't know. It's just I can't even imagine. I mean, I have a child and I can't imagine like and she's only two and a half and she already has her own little personality. Can you imagine a 16 year old that you've raised this whole time? And then all of a sudden it's like he's gone and he's you have to start fresh. I mean, that can be I, I, I can't imagine how hard that would be. But um, he, he's so sweet. He's so cute, too. No, I t- do not get me wrong. I totally agree. And, like, I do feel compassion for her story sure. and what happened with her son. And I think it's very unfortunate. I, it just kind of annoyed me as the first few episodes of the season when she would kind of, you know, appear on screen and do this whole sob story about it and talk about how much it had affected her life. But then you're here doing the show. So that's that's kind of the only issue that I had with it. But I do. And especially in tonight's scene, you know, when things are explained, it, mm-hmm. you know, it really I could only imagine I don't have any kids, but I could only imagine how hard it would be if that happened to anyone in your life. Any, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Anybody in my life, uh, let alone let alone a child. Uh, so what I would have liked to have known is from the therapist there is like, do they expect that he'll ever make a full recovery or mm-hmm. is it just one of those things where like he you know, will get better and better progressively, but he'll never be the same. Right. And I'm not sure that anyone ever knows when you have, like, brain damage, how far, like, prognosis-wise, how far they'll progress if they'll get to to be their old selves. Yeah. Like, I've had family members who've gone through something similar, and, um, you know. Did they make a full recovery? or Not one of them. Oh, I'm sorry. Unfortunately. But um, he can do everything that he needs to do, but he's still not, like, all there, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure that's not the case for everyone, I would hope. Yeah, no, I mean, I certainly hope that he, of course, makes a full recovery, you know, yeah. because he is seems well, like such fo- a sweet Regardless, boy. he'll forever be changed because just yeah. because of the, the tri- this is such a traumatic event that's happened in his life, even if he gets back to his old self. Yeah. But, so, yeah, that was interesting. I was glad that we got to see that. Okay, let's start being bitchy again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> on a happier note, okay, everybody put your tissues away. Um, so on a happier note, um, actually not on a happy note, it's still on a down note. The next scene in this episode is with Joanna and Marta. Return of Marta, kind of. She's not there, we don't see her, but we do hear her on the phone. Uh, she's talking to Joanna uh, about her relationship with Roman, you know, the marriage that's coming up. And pretty much it's just Joanna is looking for her sister to be there for her. Not only does she need her support over the phone, but she also wants her to support her and come with her wedding dress shopping. You know, she wants her to help her plan the wedding. And Marta lives in Philadelphia now. Joanna is bi-coastal between Miami and L.A. And it just seems that their schedules are not going to allow this right, right. to happen. And I can understand Joanna feeling down and being like, geez, you know, you want your sister, like your mm-hmm. best friend who's going to be your maid of honor to do all the, the fun stuff. Like, that's the fun stuff that you look forward to with your girls, right? But at the same time, I also feel like Joanna probably has always felt a little entitled to having Martha be 
you know, her, her little bitch. Yeah, so her little say, punching right? bag. Yeah, because she's always she's always been in her shadow, and she's always been you know following her around, doing whatever Joanne is doing for her life. And so I'm happy to see like Marta have her own boyfriend and her own life and her own auditions and her own opportunities. But um, I would think that I would want to drop, you know, rearrange my schedule so I could be there with my sister. But not at the expense of, like, you know, not finally venturing off on my own. I don't want her to, like, lose her identity. Yeah. I Just based off what we heard from her on the telephone, she sounds so much more mature in such a better place than she was. So I'm really happy for her um, if that is the case that she, you know, has matured since last season. I, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I probably think that she, you know, is used to being Joanna's little biatch and maybe that's why she doesn't want to come. But, I mean, I don't know. I can't blame her for not, you know. You think she's, like, jealous and that's why she's being, no. Or I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. That's your a opinion. Good po- I don't know. I mean, there are wedding dress shops in New York. Like, Kleinfeld's, so a lot of people go there and get right. wedding dresses. Like, I mean, I think that it was, I mean, and granted, Joanna is the one getting married. I think it was a lot of, like, well, I'm getting married, so, like, you change your schedule and meet me. You drop me. everything. Yeah, you do. drop everything. But, it, like, Joanna could have easily been like, okay, well, maybe we can wedding dress shop in New York. Or, you know, I miss you. I want to come see you a few days in New York. That could have easily been done. If or you when, do see your you, when do you have a free time, like, yeah. a couple of days off, and we'll and get we together go. wherever. You know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, Joanna I, has hookups, too, like, to get people to bring dresses to her that she can try on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's got someone's private jet she could borrow. She could be there in a second. So, I mean, I am i don't really know the reasoning behind. Like, I agree that Marta probably could have rearranged her schedule. But I think there's something to be, to be said for the fact that she didn't. I don't know mm-hmm. if she's jealous. Um, I don't know if it's just an issue of she doesn't want to be there or what oh yeah there's something behind that because what I've learned in life is that if someone wants to be with you or spend time with you and they really truly want to they will do whatever they have to do to to be there I mean I would do it with anyone like my mother my loved ones someone I really cared about I might be dating you do what you gotta do if you want to do it right yeah and if you're not putting the effort there's a reason yeah hopefully that'll unfold so I'm glad she didn't do it if she didn't want to I'm glad she stood her ground and said I'm not coming Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, good for you, Marta. I'm sure she's g- gone at times that she didn't want to. So Yeah, and maybe this was all just for the show. Maybe she's I know, actually right? really like there reading, for the dress shopping. Reading it. <laughs> way yeah, too much. and then someone at home is like, no, they were actually there together. Okay, but just for the show's sake, you go, Marta. Exactly. Um, so, uh, if our viewers have comments about their opinion on whether or not they would be angry if their sister wasn't there where should they go to or if you guys think that uh, marta has like underlying reasons is she jealous is she's tired of like following in joanna's you know shadow or tired of being her little handmaiden (laughs) let us know let us know on itunes oh yeah Uh, go to itunes This is my turn. Um, go to iTunes, rate and comment our show. Tell a friend about our show. It only takes a minute. We definitely want to know what you have to say. We do read all of your comments, the good ones, the bad ones, all of them. Um, and, yeah, just let us know what you think. Give us a five. We'd be happy. Yeah. And also on another related note, we have tons of other shows here that we cover at After Buzz. Uh, some of your other favorite shows might be featured. Brooke, what other shows are you currently hosting so, on? So I also um, co-host um, for America's Next Top Model. It's a new season with guys and girls. And I'll be doing Shark Tank coming up, too. Yeah. Oh, and 
I'm going to be a new host for um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Got to rep all my housewives. Yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, check us out and see if we have an after show for one of your favorite shows. For sure. All right. So moving right along. Back to Lisa and Lenny again. Uh, this time they're at dinner. Dun, dun, oh, this dun. is the good part. This is the climax of the episode, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're at dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Hochstein. Stein. Um, and, you know, things get heated. And the comments made, you know, you don't return my phone calls. Which apparently is a really big deal in to, to Russian mother-in-laws. Right. Like, you know, disrespect me at the mart. Do whatever you want to do. But when I call you, you need to pick up. And if you don't pick up, you need to return my phone calls. Because right. the dad so, jumps in, too, and is like, everyone returns our phone calls. Right. So you I thought it was interesting. At the call. very beginning, they're talking about um, how accomplished everyone is. Like, the dad is a doctor, apparently. And then Lenny is this great plastic surgeon. And Lisa's like, and my brother is about to be a neuroscientist. She's like, I'm the only one who's like... Just joking around, like the the screw up or whatever in the family, and um, they're laughing. And then Marina's like, "Speaking of the focus being on you, what is wrong with you is that you don't return my phone mm-hmm. calls." And um, and then, as you mentioned, Doctor Hawkstein, Lenny's dad, was like, "Everyone returns our phone calls," so that already set the precedent that they were like, "Okay, you know, kind of like." Maybe they feel a, a sense of entitlement. The mom feels a sense of entitlement and, like, controlling things. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it all comes out with um, Lenny saying, well, or no, Lisa says, I didn't. Re- I don't return your phone calls because I don't feel like you like me. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I don't know what you would do in this situation. But I like, would call her back. Exactly. I would return them anyway. I'd return them. I'd sit just there. Just because she wouldn't have an excuse. With the phone to my ear with, like, a fake gun on the other side. Like, oh, I just want to, like, you know. But I think, like, that's what she wants. You know, you know when you have those people who don't like you for whatever reason? Like, they want more reason not to like you. Mm-hmm. They, I think that they, they want to, like, irk you and poke you. I mean, I went through that a lot like even in high school there were people who didn't like me for no reason and they would I'd be walking down the hall and they were talking crap to me or whatever and they wanted me to respond and be pissed and be annoyed and say why don't you like me and you know what I'd say is things like hey how are you I hope you're having a good day those kind of things because it just pisses them off more so if you really want to piss her off just call her I'm seriously right call her yeah I totally agree 100% Uh, and going back to the comment that was made about like oh I'm the, the only one that's not accomplished do we know what Lenny's mom did for a living or does oh, yeah. for a living? No one mentions that. No, either. no one mentions yeah. that. So it's like you guys moved over here with $300 and like now he's the doctor and like you probably at one point in your life or actually still now are doing the same thing that Lisa's doing. Right. You know, being the stay at home housewife and. But she was a mom. Lisa's not a mom yet. Yeah, not yet, but yeah. it's coming for them. I know right, it is. Right. I really, you know, wish them the best of luck with Which their. Which is a full time job. Yeah. So, so I think maybe it's a case of like she thinks they're really similar and she sees similarities in them i don't Mm -hmm. know that's that's kind of a stretch but maybe just maybe but like we mentioned lisa's i mean lenny straight up says it's because you're really mean and ugly and rude to people he mentions that even maids didn't want to come and clean when they were around when they would come and stay the maids said that they weren't coming and drivers he said that they were nasty to drivers i mean they got to be some pretty nasty people wow. to have, like, your the people that you pay to come and be there and not want to be there. Yeah. They're, they're getting paid to be there. I mean, they had to really have done something. 
And this this moment surprised me. I don't know if it surprised you, but uh, most of the men that I know place their mothers on a pedestal. Maybe their dad. They'll mm-hmm. argue with their dad if they need to, but they place their mothers on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And their mother can do no wrong. Even their wife sometime may come, you know, play second fiddle to their mom. Mm-hmm. So for him to tell his mom, no, you are disrespectful to my wife. Oh, yeah. I was like, I love this man. I like, know. I wanted to stand up and clap because there's so many men out here that don't, you know. Right. Even if the mom's in the wrong, they're still like, they're okay. They're still defend their mom. You, I will defend my mom. You need to, like, you know. Just zip your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. I agree 100%. So... I know. Kudos to him. I was yeah. happy to see so that. So you I agree that he did the right thing? Like or? I agree, too. Definitely. Okay. For his standing up for his wife, for sure. Especially if she's not, if Lisa hasn't been in the wrong. She hasn't done anything wrong and she's just trying to, you know, nurture this relationship she has with her husband and the mom's just pushing her away, you know, and it's like she can do no right by her mom. It's pretty cool that he stood up for yeah, her, for sure. Was. So you go, Lenny. Um, for sure. But at the end, Lisa does say, you know what, like, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I see babies in the future. I realize that I do need to try to make this work with Marina. Mm-hmm. I need to try to fix this. So I hope they mend their relationship because life's just too short, you know? Yeah. Or at least she needs to, even if they don't mend their relationship, I would say that Lisa just needs to figure out a way to kind of navigate it mm-hmm. and to just deal with the fact that Marina and maybe even the dad, too, are nasty people or old you know how people get old or old-fashioned exactly and they're just like they're old so they think they can do whatever and in a a sense i grew up in that way like my mom always taught me like if they're older you just respect your elders if Mm -hmm. they're right they're wrong they're still right and so you just need to like you know respect them you know she might just need to get to a point where she just respects just respects what they say disagree and and just doesn't let it affect her or realizes that maybe marina's actions aren't necessarily geared towards her but they're geared towards everyone in society that's breathing Mm -hmm. so i mean if she comes to that realization i think that would help her a lot uh in dealing with the situation right so yeah uh good luck to them seriously i want to see if if that plays out more though (laughs) when the baby comes though because you guys are gonna have a baby i'm i'm really hoping for that for them but when the baby comes is that going to make the situation worse or is it going to make it better Maybe the baby will bring them together. Because at that point, when there's a baby involved, Marina knows, you know, the mom that uh, she's not. She probably not getting rid of Lisa at that point. Yeah, I think there's the a baby, baby connecting. I them, think the so. baby will make it better. Yeah, the, a baby has a way of softening the hearts yes, of you know so people. Much joy. And and I think last season that was kind of one of her, you know, arguments against Lisa is that she hadn't given Lenny a baby yet. Was that, or am I making? This I don't up? know. I was gonna else? say I don't remember. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's another I think reason she did mention mm-hmm. it because remember they had that party with all of the moms coming in, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, we're all immigrants." And she did say at the little cocktail party, like, "When are you oh, gonna we're just like, waiting? Yeah. yeah. When are you gonna?" So hopefully that'll make everything better, and you know, nothing but rainbows and pots of Butterflies. gold. For them. Yeah. Um. So speaking of mothers, I don't know. Let's move on to Adriana. <laughs> I don't know. That was not a good segue at all. But um, <laughs> so next we move into wedding dress shopping and Bravo or not really Bravo, but I guess the producers of the show kind of did the thing where they have two scenes kind of playing out at the same time. They do this often. They do. And I've been mafia versus the blonde Yeah. Right. And I oh the blonde I like that. Um, but I, did you come up with that or? Yeah. Well, I've heard it before. Okay. Right. Anyway, <laughs> but it was still great. I loved it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they, I don't, I don't like it personally. 
it the messes, going back and forth. The going back and forth. It messes with my mind. I would rather just have it like be separate. And it, it just seems so contrived. Also, well, that's the whole point, right? Too they they edit it so that as you're going back and forth, you're seeing like, for example, here we see Lisa kind of playing double agent because mm-hmm. Lisa actually answers a phone call. She's with Adriana, Marisol, Alexia. She answers a phone call from Lisa while Lisa and Joanna are doing their little wedding planning thing. So then we see her going back and forth. Um, you know, yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes it gives me a headache. Other times I like the way they edit it just to like. Uh, Stir the pot to get to the drama exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so there's shot. There's a lot of things Filled that were happening drama. here. Okay. Number one, everyone comes in and tries on a bridesmaid dress. Is that normal? Does that normally happen? Everyone comes in and tries on a bridesmaid dress, and then sits there in the bridesmaid dress okay. and like has champagne. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was kind of seemed like they were getting the VIP treatment at this bridal salon, which I'm sure they just used for the show and wasn't right, even right, where right. she really got a dress. But like. Take the dress off. Like, before, like, why are you just sitting there in this, you know, bridesmaid dress? That mm-hmm. was weird to me. Uh, they have dogs crawling all over the right, freaking dresses. They're like drinking champagne. They're sweating. It's like hot and humid in Miami. I don't want that, you know. I don't have to try that on after you did. But anyway, uh, that was just uh, an observation that I made. And I'm like, is that normal? I don't think so. That in- okay. Um, also, where's Anna? Is oh, right. Anna not going to be in Adriana's wedding? I mean, I guess not. I mean, she hasn't played that big of a role. She's been there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. So, yeah. But um, I, what I thought was interesting, obviously, this big reveal one, yeah. Yeah. from Adriana, which you can describe. Oh, no, you can. The, so the from, secret wedding. Exactly. So what I got from it, if you guys obviously watched... Adriana pulls out her own little paper. It's an article from 1996-95 from People Magazine. And I don't even know why they were doing an article about Leah, Leah back in 1995. I wrote down the same thing. Apparently, she was somebody back then, too. I don't know. Lisa Heller was her name. This is all allegedly the truth. Um, and she, in March of 95, she had had a secret wedding. And her friends were all talking about how they didn't know about it until four months later. Um, that she had had this secret um, ceremony and apparently wedding because then they saw this, the marriage certificate four months later. And a lot of them said, if I hadn't seen the certificate, I wouldn't have believed it. Okay. And this was her marriage to Roy. Oh, it was to Roy? I don't know. I think she's I'm been married me. once before. Oh, once before. So this was her first marriage. I think so. Okay. We'll need to fact checked on that. We'll if anybody knows, let us know. We'll come back to you next week. If anybody knows, Lisa Heller. <laughs> Who Lisa, if anybody Lisa knew her Ellen in her beforehand. first life, yeah, yeah. If you knew her Let in her Texas know. days, we want to hear from you. So this is interesting. Um, I'm wondering where she, where did she even get this from? Like, who? What are you doing? Are you like googling Lisa, like Leah, going back all the way back to 1995? Like, where do you even find like this 1995 archive of People magazine with? It's not even saying Lisa, it's Leah or whatever. Um, Maybe it's like a cop without a badge type Real Housewives in New Jersey first season thing where like someone oh, right, else right. like brought the dirt to, to her. her. She's I'm complaining about, about her that. Fr- yeah, she's complaining about it to someone and but, then someone just presents this article. So I can understand like Adriana is grasping for air still. She's still trying to find something to be like, you're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. You did this. And I can understand how, okay, Leah did this. She didn't want people to know about her wedding for whatever reason. 
but then they found out four months later. There is a difference between four months and four years, like living a life for four years on a reality television show while saying all of these other things are going on and taking whatever charity, taking charity. and going on dates and even saying to like Mama Elsa, whomever, we saw all of this. Mm-hmm. saying, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I want to give my heart. I'm just so scared. I'm afraid that I, he'll, cheat on, me he'll again. cheat on me again. I'll get cheated on again and just playing this whole victim. I mean, she clearly didn't do that. So there's a difference. Yes, she had her reasons for not telling about the wedding right away. But I just it's still apple and oranges to me. Yeah. That, I mean, that was my main point. Um, and, well, Lisa is like, but four months versus four, four years. years. So that I guess that's a big point. But my whole issue is just like the charity and the money and the if you have a husband, he is required to take care of you. I don't care if he's, you know, scraping up money, whatever. It's just I think it's inappropriate to be asking for money and taking maybe not asking. Maybe she didn't ask. Maybe Leah just offered it. But it's just inappropriate to be taking money from someone else, I think. Right. And like. While you're married. Was Leah taking I would think that money would in her first marriage? No. Be a man and and step in and say, hey, you know, we are married. I don't, I don't feel like it's right for you to take this money or to make it seem as though you're struggling as a single mother. You know, maybe who knows what their marriage was like. I mean, not every man takes care of a woman per se. But still, like, you shouldn't be taking from someone under false pretenses. Uh, Yeah, I agree 100%. So unless Leah, unless there's evidence that Leah was doing that in her first marriage, then... Right, it's not the same thing. You can't really say she's a hypocrite. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So nice try, I want to know if that's how that, if that's true or not. Who knows? Her secret wedding? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, probably. Mm. You know what I thought was weird, though? The whole mention of um, the the girls just talking about the dog on the furniture. (laughs) They were like, is that dog supposed to be on the furniture? And Alexia's like, well, he looks so clean and cute. I just thought it was weird that they well, put was that the dog on there? there. I don't know. I just thought it was weird that they focused on that for a little and bit. And then they get into like a mini little spat over whose dog is cuter and whose dog's going to be in the wedding. And Oh, yeah. That was silly. Yeah. But also at, during this time while they're talking about all that, then um, Lisa gets the call from Leah asking Lisa if she wants to join her and Joanna on their little L.A. trip. And mm. that was awkward again because Lisa was like, does that mean I'm going to be a bridesmaid? And, and Leah's like, uh. uh no, Joanna's like, uh. Both of them. She's like, well, you have to ask oh, Joanna. Yeah, Leah's like, you have to ask. And yeah. Joanna didn't say anything, so. She just that, that laughs be a big awkwardly. Oh. Um, but again, she just goes to L.A. Well, I guess we'll see whenever. But, she, you know, she agreed to go just to go and have a good time. And She's not doing anything. I guess she doesn't really have anything to do, but. <laughs> Joanna could have gone, but I guess she has some things to do. Um, so yeah, if we want to talk about the other side of that scene, which is, you know, Joanna and Leah at her house. Number one, she says this view, that's what sold me the house or that's what sold me on the house. That's what sold me on the house. Did it, wasn't the house supposed to be a surprise? From Roman? Yeah. Didn't they pull up and she had a blindfold on? Exactly. And And she's like, oh my God, where are we? What? Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely confirms that, no, she knew about the house. Exactly. They got it together. They got it together. She went there. They talked to the seller and, you know. I'm not filling the house, though, but whatever. That's me being a little stop. I just don't, I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah, I think when it's, it's outdated, it it is a little outdated, but it's I mean, based on what we saw, it seems like they are definitely trying to, you know, make improvements and 
make it better. And I think when it's juxtaposed with Alexia's house or, you know, Lisa's Lisa's house or even Leah Black's house in all of its hot mess construction, it just, their house does look a little... I don't know. What yeah. The word and I, then Leah herself said, like, I just think that house is a money pit. But. Yeah. I mean, and granted, it's probably a really expensive house. I'm sure it's more expensive than anything that I've ever thought of in my life. But I'm just <laughs> saying, when juxtaposed with the other right, houses right. on the show, that's when it looks worse than it probably really is. Yeah. Because we just saw a, like, huge 11-bedroom house, and yeah. then you're like, oh, my, my house is four bedrooms. You know? So, yeah. not, not to say there's anything wrong with the house, but it's just maybe the editing. And Lisa is and Lenny are sitting on two houses. Yeah. But One anyway. that they can't tear down. Um, so, of course, like you said, Lisa calls while they're together. Uh, she decides that she's going to go to L.A. with them. And I said, why didn't she say yes when Lisa? Yeah, uh, when Lisa asked about being the bridesmaid, of course, she doesn't say yes. So we found out, spoiler alert, if anybody doesn't want to hear this, uh, Lisa actually was not in her wedding. She was there, but she wasn't in her wedding. So I guess So we know that for sure? We know that for sure. Okay. Um, so I guess that's why she did an awkward laugh. She knew all along she didn't this want. woman is not going to be in my wedding. Um, and she, she, that's because Lisa's too cute. She didn't want her to upstage her. Yeah. And I mean, for some, I think people look at wedding ceremonies differently. And some people say, you know, I want to have a big bridesmaid group and right. I'm going right to invite on. every friend from the friend I had when I was five years old to all of my closest girlfriends now in my thirties, you know? And some people just look at it and say, oh, well, I would just rather just have my sisters or just or have my, my closest friends my and closest family. Friends. Yeah. And they're so, not that close. So it, just because someone doesn't have someone in their wedding, I don't think it necessarily represents that they're throwing shade or don't like them as much, but it's just the way they choose to have their wedding. Yeah. So for sure. I don't think Lisa should be upset that she wasn't in the wedding. Right. Does Leah, I mean, does Lisa tell the girls, I can't remember, when she gets the call from Leah, does she say that was Leah and she invited me to the to L.A. with Joanna? She didn't say I that, I don't did think she? so. No, she didn't say it. Okay. And I have to point this out, out. I think Adriana and, like, her, I don't know if she, like, opens up a, like, SAT, uh, book every night and like tries to use a new word and like doesn't always use it correctly or pr- puts the enunciation on the wrong i love it though she's so cute but today tonight like with her little draconian antics it's always something different tonight she she like alluded to judas kiss oh yeah that's just her judas kiss which is like in religion judas kisses jesus christ in order to like tip off the police to arrest him before he's crucified mm-hmm. so it's basically the way if you say like that that's a Judas kiss. It's a way of someone pretending to be a friend and then betraying them. Like, it's the ultimate betrayal, right? Yeah. I just think it's interesting how she always throws those little things in. But she can barely speak English. Yeah. I think it's I, all good, Adriana, but it just, I don't know. I think she's actually pretty intelligent. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's not my favorite character. Everyone knows that. But, I don't know, a lot of, I don't know, just the way she, you know, she's really into the art well, thing. Well, she has, a degree, pretty, she has a degree yeah. in art history, right? She's, I mean, I think she's, edu- and she speaks three or four different languages. Yeah, Frederick, I mean, she's her husband, seems very worldly. Yeah. So she's probably, a, maybe it's a language barrier thing, and that's why sometimes she just comes off as a little. I just feel like she's always out of nowhere just throwing, I mean, maybe it's not that, um, I don't know, out of place, non-sequiturs, whatever, but um, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, 
not in sequence. It okay. just seems like she's always throwing something random in there. Yeah. At the most, you know, weirdest times, but it's or, cute. Or placing wrong syllables on. Right. Like last episode, she called it like a... A leopard. Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> That's was, such a cute leopard. I'm like, what? Like, le- what I thought she said leotard. Leopard. But uh, we digress. And then that tonight, a, a plethora. Plethora. A plethora. Plethora, yeah. Um, and it, that makes sense, though, because when I looked at the title of the episode, I'm like, why do they have it spelled like that? Like, why is it ha- hyphenated? Like, oh, for right, those right, of right. you who haven't seen it written out, it's like P L E dash T H O R I A or yeah, O R A O R A. Um, a plethora. Of and I'm the... like, why did they like hyphenate that word? And now it makes sense because Adriana stumbled a little bit when she was trying to. Um, what are some commonly mispronunciated, mispronounced words? Comment below and let us know. Yeah. I mean, I pronounce all of their names incorrectly, so I don't know. Maybe it's just like a tomato, tomato type mm-hmm. thing. As long as people know what you're I, I, I say Adriana, but it's obviously Adriana. 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 Marisol. 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 See, I think I say Marisol. Say Marisol. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so moving on. <laughs> um, RJ's party. Yeah. Uh, are we skipping the shopping trip with Marisol when Lisa calls, uh, not Lisa, Leah, excuse me, calls oh, right, right, right. Adriana to kind of extend the olive branch and say, I want your son to be there. Right, right. That's so what I'll I was apologize. talking about with okay. the Judas kiss. Okay. But right. Yeah. So I just really quickly, I think that Leah definitely demonstrates that she's willing to be the bigger person, especially when it comes to her kids. She, her kid, you know, she sees that having... Alex there is more important to her son than any spat she's having with Adriana. So I think that was a good move on her part. And then Marisol is like, well, I mean, you shouldn't go. Like, just send him with uh, Frederick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to be there. Which I thought for her, that was a little like, hey, stay in your own lane. You don't have any kids. You don't know. Exactly. I mean, and she she goes on to say, like, well, the kids shouldn't be involved. They're innocent. Whatever, right, whatever, right, right. whatever. But then why are you discouraging her from going? You know, because mm-hmm. obviously it's going to create tension when, number one, Alex already knows what's going on with his mom and Leah. Leah. And then when he's getting ready to go to the party and his dad is like, all right, well, it's just me and you, son. Then That's it's going to even create a more. horrible example yeah, for him, too. Like if there's conflict, just avoid it. At all. Like not. I don't know. So, I mean, I think that she and it, she does come to the party. She comes a little later. I guess we can get into that now. So the party. You know, I was expecting personally a kind of a, a nicer party. Uh, the housewives are known not only for their parties, but their kids' parties as well. Mm-hmm. And then Leah Black is known for her parties mm-hmm. and her gala. And then we see her son's birthday party, which is... I don't know. I, I'm worried about RJ, to be honest. <laughs> so she says ahead of time that he put his own party together, though. He Did apparently he? went online and ordered some stuff. <laughs> What is going on with RJ? <laughs> God forgive me. I have a child. But RJ is some kind of something. He ordered like these, I don't know if you guys know what those hand things were. When you watch the episode, if you can chime in and let us know. He said they were gauntlets. Gauntlets, yeah, yeah. These steel things on his hands, and they're for like wartime. They looked like uh, knight enchanting armor, like the armor hands. Right, right. 
And then he ordered plastic, no, styrofoam heads. Like mannequin heads. Like the kind that like a wig is on in like a wig store if you've ever seen it. And and Leah was like, "Honey, why do why did you get this? What is this for?" And he ordered top hats and um, ties. So he's like, "Well, we're gonna have a gentleman's dinner, and then we're gonna punch these." <laughs> and then he punches one, and, and like styrofoam one. flies off. And I was like, "Oh my lord!" <laughs> At first, I thought it was. You a Michael better be Jackson. glad your dad is a lawyer because <laughs> you might meet him. I thought it was a Michael Jackson theme. I'm like, oh, the top hats and the bow ties. Bow tie, uh, that was gonna more be like, like Charlie thriller. Chaplin. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, and then I Lisa thought it was says they all look theme. like Amish kids. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely well. Kudos to her for letting yeah, you know for her letting son him be him. plan it. And you mentioned like Alex versus RJ versus Frankie. How old are all these kids? I have no idea. Like, are they all in the same age group? Or not. It's well, obviously Alex and RJ are because they go to school together and they have lunch together, he said. So I think they're in the same grade. Okay. And they're best friends. Okay. So I'm thinking 10, 11, 12. I don't think that they're, they've hit puberty yet. You think they're 10, 11, 12? Like, you think they're I younger? Think that, I know. I think that Alex is like 17. I mean, I know he's not <laughs> really, but looks, he's giving, he looks older he and he gives he's off so a 14 year old vibe. Yeah. But I think he's like 12. Because RJ gives off a like nine year old vibe. Okay, they're 13. Let's just say that. <laughs> Happy medium. They're 13. Okay? That was his 13th birthday. But you said they were, playing with, they were playing with guns, like running around with guns, pretending to, you know, kill one another. Like, do 13-year-olds? I mean, I see 13-year-olds okay, playing laser tag, but, like, getting fake guns and, like, playing, like, cowboys and Indians. Like, they don't do that, right? Okay, they're 11. Okay, they're, like, 9. I don't... I really <laughs> don't know how old they are. I, I can't know. place my finger on it. So... Okay, make, let's make a note to look that up as well yeah. for next week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Frankie shows up with Frank, Alexia. He's and so he, cute. he delivers the line of the night. Like, yeah. someone says how They were you, like, oh, my gosh, Frankie, you're so sweet. And what does he say? He's like, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty boy, boy swag. swag. <laughs> Brooke loved that. I love that. I don't know why I die. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was cute. Um I, maybe she should have had the party elsewhere because her house was a wreck. Again, I love to like reference old Housewives episodes, but this took me back to Alex, I mean, not Alex Van Campen and Simon, Real Housewives oh, of New York, when their apartment or brownstone or whatever it was, was tore up from the floor Tore up. up. And they had their child's birthday party, and they got ripped a new one. So yeah. I'm wondering, did people feel the same way about but, Leah, or is it like, well, no, they this weren't is the Leah Van Blatt. Campens weren't um, remodeling at that point. They just hadn't done anything to their house yet. Oh. They just ha- they was just a mess. Here, oh. Leah was actually is actually like remodeling. Re- like, yeah. yeah, she should she still should have had it somewhere else. Like it I rains agree. often in Miami. If you even thought that people were going to be coming into your house, like yeah, and that's kind of a hazard for the kids and stuff. There's all kinds of ladders yeah. and. It's a hazard. They're tracking sawdust throughout the rest of your house. Like, people are probably eating sawdust. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so that was bad. Um, Anyway, so this party there, uh, we see that Frederick, again, shows that he's such a gentleman, and he goes and apologizes to Joanna. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joanna seemed a little bit reluctant to accept his apology, which... But um, she... um yeah, but she at the end she was like, okay. She was like, okay. Um, she did seem a little reluctant, but yeah, but she. I'm glad she didn't like start anything, especially at a kids' party. Yeah, I think it's interesting that, like I said, Frederick. This episode for me was kind of like, well, Frederick and Lenny, but you know, I gave him like so many points. This in my little scale of whose husband I like best, I gave him a lot <laughs> of points. Up. 
Um, but they kind of juxtapose his, I guess, behavior with Romans, who he leaves the birthday gift. Mm-hmm. He shows up at the party and tells the wrong kid happy birthday. Oh, yeah, he told Alex happy birthday. And it's like, uh, what are they trying to make Roman look bad on purpose? Who knows? I think Roman is Roman. And that's Roman just who he truly is. <laughs> then they show the part where uh, Marina is like, oh, I like Frederick better. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I don't know. Poor this was Roman. Frederick's He's, episode. This was Frederick's episode. This was his chance to shine. Um, and unless you have anything else to say about the party... Another awkward moment, moment, third awkward, fourth, fifth awkward moment, having Leah ask the girls to sing happy birthday to RJ. Weird. Like, why? His fan, friends are there. They're the ones who are going to sing happy birthday, not like her middle-aged, you know, half-naked girlfriend. You know, these Then <laughs> He's just looking around like, what? And I, I just thought that that was weird. Yeah. That was odd. Um, but, yeah. And then also, I just feel like... Adriana kind of, I know she's upset with Leah. I don't really know why she's upset because she's the one who lied, but um, she just ignored Leah. I mean, yeah, Leah at the very beginning. And um, I just I just feel like put on a brave face. Be cordial in front of your kids. Like don't like, you know, cross your arms and ignore the other person because you're just teaching your kids the wrong, you know, message. That when you have fights that you just like, you know. Yeah, the other person and not to mention you're in someone else's house. Like it's not like this was yeah. a public park, and they or not even that like they happen to both be at a mutual friend's party. Like this is Leah's house, and this is pretty much Leah's party. I mean, even though it's her son's right. party, you can't come to someone's house and not greet the host, right? Like even if you want to say like, "Hi, nice to see you," and then Thanks go on for about your way, yeah. But just to not say anything at all, that's a little. You just should have stayed at home if you were going to act like that. Yeah, for that's sure. my opinion. Um, but right, do you have any predictions? Do for the I next have predictions? <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Um, this is a prediction for the future. We already mentioned this. I predict that the baby uh, between Lisa and Lenny will bring their whole extended family closer together. Um, but for next episode, no, I don't have anything. Right. There was something what? really juicy that we saw in the coming in the previews. In the, in the previews. Now I can't remember. I can't even remember their previews right now. I'm like, what happened? We have in like short term amnesia or something. But um, something with a guy wanting to beat someone up, cop cars and stuff. Oh yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Alexia's son. So right, not Frankie, but um, what's his name? Peter. Peter. Oh my gosh, he's he's a mess too. Um, I hope he doesn't. I hope he didn't like hit another homeless man. But um, I do predict that. Um, I, I think that the Lisa. The Leah thing, the article is just gonna um, fizzle. I don't think it's gonna hold any weight, and I don't. I I would hope not, but uh, I'm sure Adriana's not gonna let that go, and that's just gonna be another point of contention. And yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, guys. Well, uh, you can find us here, of course, next Monday. We'll be recapping another episode of Real Housewives in Miami. In the meantime, if you want to see what we're doing and what we're up to, you can follow me on Twitter at Michelle Renee LA or Instagram at the same name, Michelle Renee LA. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Brooke Chavez. That's C H A V E Z L A. 
from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 